Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and after 4 o'clock, you probably will have missed something, right? So you go to the iHeart app, John and Ken On Demand, that's the name of the podcast, and you can listen to anything that you missed. Yeah, and sadly, we're out of money for now. There is no longer a cash contest, but uh, go to stand by. Go to work. Station brings them back. You were excited to bribe people, and now you're like, go to work, because we don't have the money. (sighs) Look, that's the way life is. You could offer up a few grand for this week. Why not? No, uh, no. I, and you can make up I, the keywords. We'll I, let you do that. I, you don't want to hear my keywords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not worth repeating. Uh, I got a lot of stuff to get to today, but we're going to begin the show with something we were looking uh, to seeing or hearing about. However, uh, once again, since it's coming from a government agency, don't know whether or not to believe it. And of course, for as long as Mayor Karen Bassetti has been in charge. Her idea was to start the Inside Safe Initiative, which is to get the vagrants off the streets and to something. 
that resembles housing. It's usually a, a hotel or a motel room. And in the seven months that this has been going on, we're going to be coming up on eight months soon, not a lot has come out about, well, do these people stay in these hotels or motels or other facilities, as they're called, or are they just right back out on the streets at a revolving door? It's easy to say, well, you know, we cleared an encampment of 25 people and we put them into temporary housing and they're on their way to permanent housing. And please go away and do another story. Well, we know from following this for years, especially the infamous report by the city controller, Ron Galperin, who challenged Garcetti by saying, eh, you know, you can go out there and talk about all these people that you housed, but there's a revolving door there. They don't stay in the temporary housing. So the incompetent folks at LASA, the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority, claims that so far 83 percent are still in the hotels and motels and other facilities. About 17 percent have exited uh, for one reason or another. Uh, six died, John, uh, at least four due to fatal overdoses. Well, that's an exit. Four went into medical or psych facilities. Three are in prison. <laughs> Another 7% are now being, I like this expression, served from the streets. That means <laughs> they moved out of the interim or permanent housing, but they're still engaging with outreach workers who come by and say hi while they're there on the sidewalk. Okay. And I don't know. Okay, so does is that is that 6% a part of the failure rate? I guess it is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah right, I think right. it is. Okay, so 10% so left, 6.5%. Uh, are still listed as part of the program. Being served from the streets means uh, they they left the motels, so this program failed them. They, yeah, they, they didn't they didn't think of it that way because they're saying oh ten and a half percent have left the program entirely, but another six percent no, are being served on the streets. So mean, you know it, it means they lost track of that ten percent, but this six percent is not in the motel room, so that that's failed. That's failed. That's still they, a problem. Right? What, they're they're BSing. Okay, so, you know, you get to 17%, if that's true. By the way, I don't believe a single number at all. I want the names and uh, room numbers of all these people, and uh, we'll check them ourselves independently to see if these people exist in these rooms. I don't believe anything they say, because they're compulsive, pathological liars. 38 um, motels and hotels, they claim. 57,533 room nights. This is as of mid-July under this Inside Safe program. Well... And they say 7%, 108 vagrants, have made their way into permanent housing so far. The vast majority are on what's called time-limited apartment subsidies, hmm. with the, which can last up to 24 months okay. with the possibility of further extensions. So this is 1,500 people out of, uh, I think, 42,000? The, yeah, the L.A. homeless right. number. Right, and so you're looking at... Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, you're talking about maybe two percent of the uh, po homeless population uh, being put in these motels, and it's a temporary program because the funding eventually runs out. This is not; it's very expensive to rent fifteen hundred oh, motel yeah, rooms. Oh, the hotel night. rooms are very expensive. So yes. it, it's not sustainable. It's this very temporary band aid to give the impression that action is being taken. But truth is, the whole program is going to run out and all these people are going to be back on the streets because there's still nowhere to put them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they, it's, it's in, almost entirely public relations.
Well, look at the the, the number and, here. The program's interim housing stock is just over one thousand one hundred rooms. But if we actually have forty two thousand homeless people, mm-hmm. that's clearly it's, not it's, going to cover it. It's it's not even two percent. So yeah. um, why why should there be a press release and news coverage when ninety eight and a half percent of the homeless are not not covered by this program, and almost twenty percent have left this project anyway? So and and the rest of them are going to have to are going to have to go when this thing runs out of funding because right. there's not enough tax money in the world to put every vagrant in a motel room. Oh, it's an expensive, unsustainable no, idea. It, it is no. designed for headlines. It's designed just for the bumbleheads in the media to cover it and make it look like she's a woman wow. of action. Now they're going to push, though, that ballot measure next year, which is going to expand the motel and hotel rooms right. because it's going to require motels and hotels so, to report vacancies. Okay. So if their future funding is depending uh, dependent on positive publicity on the program, what are the odds they would tell us if the numbers were much worse? And how cool. can we audit and prove that their numbers are correct? Remember that I mean, Lassa compulsively lies. Garcetti compulsively lies about this. He was caught by uh, the city controller a few years ago, Ron Galperin. Uh, so the history is: when was the last time this crowd told us the truth? And it's important to bring that up because Garcetti's stupid program is called the Bridge Home. Mm-hmm. They claimed a seventy-nine percent retention rate for the first six months. Uh, so, by the way, none of these people have jobs, and during the day. They're free to leave their motel rooms or their bridge home and wander around in the streets and sit with their buddies in a tent and uh, snort their meth and their fentanyl. So this hasn't changed their lives any other than they got a roof at night. But what do you think they're doing during the day? Or what do you think they're doing in the motel rooms? And don't, and we, t- don't tell me there are rules against it. Anybody, really, who's checking on them? And who's throwing the guy out if he's busy, busy snorting meth from his bed? And the danger here is if they think that they're going to build like these permanent supportive housing apartment buildings. Well, we now we now know what happened to the Skid Row Housing Trust, but, but, which is a collective of buildings downtown that went bankrupt because you can't have all these people packed into one building together. It's incredible amount of dysfunction. And right. It does it, not last. N- none of this is meant to be a serious attempt to either help people or clean up the streets for the normal people. None of it. it it's all just busy work, B.S., public relations, it's nonsense. It's just nonsense. They're not doing anything serious. Yeah, we're you, we're going to have Tracy Park on the show later on because there has been a development in one of the worst areas where vagrants have accumulated, and that's on the west side in Playa del Rey where they park their RVs, their dead RVs, their vans, their shelled-out buses along Jefferson Boulevard near the Bayona Wetlands. We have been covering this story for some time now, and um, she's claiming that they have cleared uh, a 1,000 feet of Jefferson Boulevard of, uh, I guess, the the RVs, and they're still working on a a, a bigger change. That's about two-tenths of a mile. Yeah, that's what they they say. Uh, Story in Fox 11 says... Hoses from the RVs have drained human waste from the vehicle's dump tanks into the environmentally protected Bayona wetlands, mm. home to hundreds of species, including, oh, we have a new one, John, the endangered El Segundo blue butterfly. Oh, no. Yeah. That, those poor butterflies have been coated with uh, 
Vagrant poop? Yeah. You imagine, too. you imagine sticking your hose into a protected wetland and, and, and you, you drain all your human waste into that wetland and you, it's not a crime? Why aren't they being charged with uh, environmental crimes? Uh, There's so, so many things they could have been flood, charged flooding, with over the years. But, but, but flooding poop slop on homeless these... Homeless uh, people are a protected class. We've well, learned that. I know. They don't get charged with basically anything unless yeah, they murder well, somebody. it's still wrong, and everybody ought to be reminded every day that what they're doing is fouling the environment, and they all ought to be prosecuted. This ought to be felonies. I mean, those poor butterflies... Think if you were a butterfly and a big hose of uh, humid poop, big stream came flying at you. Oh, well, that's death. Yeah, it's death to the butterflies. Well, well they don't live long anyway, do I, they? Don't butterflies butterf- have a pretty short lifespan? They well, deserve to live a peaceful life while they remain <laughs> on this planet. Because it's so short, every second is precious. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. Okay, all right. Now you turn me around on that one. Yeah. All right. Every second is precious. What, do you pull off their wings? On oh, the other hand, because we are going to live into our 90s, uh, most of our seconds are... It's like, hey, you're, you're not worth much because you only live a few weeks. So I'm going to crush you with my heel. Well, yeah, it's kind of pointless to spend a lot of money to save something that's only going to be around a few weeks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. They don't deserve to live. You're what right. What happened to you? I- You've been too influenced by the vegan lady. Oh, by the way, happy National Avocado Day, guys. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Did you, know, you bring some to work? I did not. Okay. No, I, I, don't, did, I didn't. I don't remember you celebrating National Cheeseburger Day. I had Day, avocado over the weekend, Why but would not today. I? Oh, did you have avocado toast? No, I've never had avocado toast. What? Ken, you are... I had, I had a... it mixed into an omelet yesterday. Okay, oh, well, that, that's, that's fine, but you are so missing out, Ken. You need to go have avocado toast. So I had it both Saturday and Sunday. That's how much I love How did this happen it. so early in the show? Does anyone know? know? We're talking about butterflies, and then I thought I remembered that it was National Avocado Day. So I had to slip right. that in before I that's forgot. A, that's a natural connection, butterflies and avocados. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks well, you had this coming. Now that. we're going to have to talk about the vegan that starved herself to death. <laughs> I told her we had a surprise story. Yeah, a Ken I think special. Now, we now I'm to. angry we're doing that yeah. next. No, it came from Ray Lopez. <laughs> I did not find it. No, he sent it. Yeah. And the title is Vegan Raw Food Diet Influencer. <laughs> Zana de Art Dies of Starvation. There you go. All right, we'll give you the details uh, next. <laughs> John and Ken, uh, Tracy Park will be on the show after 2.30 to talk about what's going on by the Bionna Wetlands. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Nobody guessed uh, Paul Rubens in the 2023 John and Ken Goulpool, the actor better known as Pee Wee Herman, died, uh, apparently had a fight with cancer the last six years. He was 70 years old. So again, nobody. Boy, he was he was a craze for a time. He was. And you know what I didn't or I'd forgotten? Well, it says in 1980, he launched the Pee Wee Herman show, a stage production based on this character. And then in 1985, there was the movie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he did a TV series on CBS, a weekend morning show, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Right. I, I, for some reason, I thought the Playhouse came before the movie because that's normally how things go. That they like something, they make a movie out of it. But he started with the stage show and, uh... 
He eventually landed a special at HBO, and then uh, he got the movie with Tim Burton, and then there was a uh, sequel to that movie, too. Uh, in case you don't know what this is, um, did you ever... I did watch. I watched the movie, which I found very funny. Um, oh, he was funny. He, uh, it, was, it was supposed to be sort of a strange takeoff on like a Captain Kangaroo show. It's <laughs> kind of the way it was described. Um, uh, the, the, the Pee-wee's Playhouse won Emmys. Yeah, kids and, loved him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was, was, he was like this nerdy, enthusiastic, and obviously he wasn't a kid, but he acted like a kid in his strange outfit with his bow tie, and he'd run around on stage and uh, say all sorts of... Uh, here it is, positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Oh, so my. said about the character. Uh, of course, uh, Paul Rubens, the person ran into a little trouble in 1991, uh, arrested for indecent exposure at an adult movie theater in, in Sarasota, Florida, John. Did you see him? I don't ever remember that adult movie theater. <laughs> I don't think well, I ran across that. You know what? I thought that was unfair and sad because... What, oh, well, because he got... Apparently he was pleasuring himself at a movie. And, and was so, it like a, an X-rated theater? Well, yeah, an adult movie yeah, theater. Yeah, it was. was. Yeah. yeah, I thought that's what people did, right? It's like, I don't remember the details, but who the hell ratted him out? Or what did they have? Some creepy uh, detective sitting in there looking. I think there was some undercover was operation. Yeah, if I remember the story. At this, the, uh, they just, uh, of course, they didn't know it was Pee Wee Herman. And I guess by the time they arrested him, it was too late. Right. So it kind of derailed his career for a while and deflated the whole <laughs> the Pee Wee Herman characters. You're not going to have your little kids sitting there on Saturday morning watching. Uh, uh, parents will be a little turned off by Pee-wee that. play in his house. So it's not uh, going to happen. As we mentioned, uh, a vegan influencer, her name is Zana uh, Samsonova, uh, is uh, dead of starvation. Uh, she was 39 years old. Uh, it's a Russian national. I don't know where she was doing this at it, but she was on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram under the name of Zana the Art. And uh, she, uh, she was somewhere during a tour in Southeast Asia I when she... I swear her diet was very close to uh, Deborah's diet. I don't really? eat a lot of raw foods. Well, yeah. Well, the, it, she went completely raw vegan, right, in the last several years. And some say she ended up just consuming fruits, sunflower seeds, sprouts, fruit smoothies, smoothies, mm. smoothies, and juices. All right. Well, I mean, that's your diet. Yeah. Right? That, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but I have avocados and I have lentils mm. and I have hummus and. I have other things as well. Yeah, well, there's a friend that claims for the last seven years she's only eaten the giant sweet jackfruit and durian, which is a spicy, a spiky mace-like fruit known for its custardy meat and, ooh, noxious odor. Well, a durian. That sounds unpleasant. Well, how many cal I wonder how many calories. <laughs> you can see she's going to be on this diet. Did you look <laughs> at the pictures of her? Yeah. Uh, she's emaciated. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... It, her friend says... That uh, a few months ago, she looked exhausted with swollen legs, Ugh. oozing lymph. Oozing lymph? Where, how do you ooze lymph from your lymph legs? Lymph nodes? Or? I don't know. Oh. And uh, so uh, it says here that if you're uh, on one of these diets, mm -hmm. you end up uh, with deficiencies in calcium and vitamin D. Mm -hmm. And, and the old B12. Uh, yeah, too, uh, your B12 levels are too low. can result in anemia, nervous system damage, infertility, 
and heart disease. So you can get heart disease by not eating meat. Okay, well, I don't have to worry about infertility because I'm done there. And I just went to my doctor and I had full blood work done. My mm -hmm. calcium, my vitamin D, my B12, all good. Well, you, you've been low on that, though. Yes, I have, but I take supplements. And mm -hmm. let me, would you like me to show you some fat rolls on this body? I, d I don't look mm. like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that just happens to be my thing. So <laughs> her arms are so skinny. Since no, you offered. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no. I, I have meat. On, well, that was the wrong, <laughs> the wrong term. Don't I, I have touch her fat rolls. Yeah, exactly. Don't be touching I, my fat rolls. I, but she made the offer. I'm just sitting here. I'm just saying. I, 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 have, I have a little fat on this body. I don't look like her i don't look like i'm starving <laughs> don't, okay, don't, come on don't, let's be don't real tempt me here or i'm going to describe your outfit today <laughs> all right when we come back we're going to talk about a strange warehouse up in fresno county that apparently uh was the home of an unlicensed laboratory which appears to have a chinese people behind it We'll see if we can explain this story, but wait, 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 wait do you hear the list of things they found in there that they were working on? John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. She's having a liquid shake for lunch. 20 grams of protein, lots of calcium. No so you guys don't need to worry about me. No solid food. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, you go to that same iHeart app, John and Ken On Demand. That's our podcast. And you can hear what you missed. All right. Well, we got to wonder what's been going on at a warehouse in Fresno County. It's a town called Reedley. Population about 25,000 people. Apparently, a city inspector discovered that there was a rather large unlicensed laboratory that was full of lab mice, medical waste, and hazardous materials. The health department director, assistant director Joe Prado, put out a statement that they did destroy all the biological agents by July 7th, but they're still trying to figure out what this is and how this happened. Uh, it's located at 850 I Street. This actually goes back to March, but the story is just coming out. And uh, they thought that it was some sort of a, a COVID and pregnancy test developing lab site. Certain rooms of the warehouse were found to contain several vessels of liquid and various apparatus. They discovered blood, tissue, bodily fluid samples and serums, thousands of vials of unlabeled fluids and suspected biological materials. What does that mean? Suspected biological material. Well, they're not done testing them yet. They don't know. Hundreds of mice were kept in inhumane conditions. Uh, they had to euthanize 773 mice, and 175 more were already found dead. The CDC got involved. They tested the substances. They detected at least 20 potentially infectious agents, including coronavirus, HIV, hepatitis, and herpes. Wow. The tenant was something called Prestige Biotech. A company registered in Nevada, but not licensed to do business in California. So they spoke with a guy who's identified in the company documents as the president. His name is Jaquin Zhao. Anyway, he said, well, these were the assets that belonged to a defunct company, Universal Meditech Inc. And we were just taking over their uh, their equipment. And I guess and their I don't know that that doesn't clear it up, though. Uh Prestige Biotech was a creditor to UMI and identified as its successor. So at least on that end, he may have made some sense in that allegedly this was their property now since they were a a creditor of this defunct operation. UMI had been evicted from the property. Uh, So now they're being accused of failing to comply with orders. Uh, They have to come up with a plan for biological abatement, disposal of the materials. Uh, 
This is one really strange story. Yeah, and California Globe is claiming that this uh, has Chinese connections, this lab, that it's run by a shady Chinese company um, because Prestige Biotech is publicly traded on the Korean Stock Exchange, based in companies based in Singapore. Right. Uh, they have a president named Zhu Yao, and... Uh, I don't know exactly what the Chinese connection is, but that's what the story says. The uh, officials were unable company. to get any California-based address for either company except for the previous Fresno location from which UMI had been evicted. The other addresses provided for identified authorized agents were either empty offices or addresses in China that could not be verified. Uh, yeah, if you really want to get nutty here, it's like... They sent some uh, Chinese people here to start develop <laughs> to start developing I don't think biological that, weapons in the United States. I don't think that's nutty. I really think the the the, uh, the the Chinese government is is on a campaign to infiltrate our existence here in a lot of different ways. I saw over the weekend the New York Times had this story that they think that China the Chinese government uh, unleashed a malicious code into the computer systems that uh, govern the, the infrastructure uh, and, and the water supply and the military communications around military bases across the country. Right. And the purpose of this, like it, it, the, the power grid, all right, the power grid, the water, and the communications. And it, it's, it's in the towns near the military bases. And the motivation for this is if China invades Taiwan, it would slow down our response by several days if suddenly the power went out to the military bases and they couldn't communicate normally and right. suddenly the water supply was cut. Now, they've been having many meetings uh, at the White House to try to determine how much damage has been done and what they can do to stop it. So that that's not nothing. And... No, there was another story over the weekend that they've tried to infiltrate school systems too. I didn't read the whole thing though, but... That yeah, there might be. A no, Chinese, I think uh, I think operators. it's a co coordinated multi prong attack. Remember, most of the meth and fentanyl that is manufactured in, uh, well, it, it it's it's um, cooked up in Mexico, but the raw ingredients come from China. In China, yeah, right. So we we've got a there's a lot of attacks coming with China, and a lot of it is uh, surreptitious. It's uh, not obvious to the naked eye. And they could have who knows how many labs they have doing what kind of God knows what experiments in out of the way dingy places like, you know, Nevada and Fresno. And it's a warehouse behind a warehouse and nobody would know what's going on there. And it's always a cover story. It's yeah, yeah, we're doing uh, COVID testing here. You know, we're doing uh, I, I think there's a well, lot of this Chinese stuff here. You think they have operations in far flung places around the country where they're. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. at least 20 potentially infectious agents were detected on the property. Yeah, that's... that's so a, if they're not licensed, clearly they're doing this uh, against the law. And why are they doing this? Not for good reasons. It's got to be for 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 evil. Ask yeah, the, the Cal Globe story says you got to answer questions. Uh, what were they doing there? Were they making COVID tests? Yeah. And who was supposed to use them? Is this... <laughs> Is, is this Gavin Newsom like he bought all those masks from a Chinese company? Was he uh, bringing in Chinese people to do some COVID testing lab? Uh, Newsom, Newsom is just stupid. He made a panic deal with that Chinese company.
to produce masks, and that was just it was a billion dollars. That's it. Yeah, because it's not because it, it's not his money, and he doesn't care. But he wanted to look good. He wanted to strut the stage and show how decisive he is and how he's able to respond in an emergency situation. They got no masks out of it. They blew an enormous amount of money. And then everybody forgot the story anyway. I mean, this stuff works, which is why they do it. It works on the public because the public is not, more, largely not paying attention. And even when they are, they forget about it in a week. You just got to hold up another shiny object in front of their face and they go running. So the Chinese surveillance balloon may be the least of our worries compared to yeah. infiltrating software and maybe setting up labs in the United States, if that's really what's going on I here. think it's all part of the same thing. I, 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 it's all connected to one another. Oh, and they're not our friends. That's right. No. no they just no, happen no. to be so strong economically and control the supply of so much that uh, we have to play nice sometimes. Yeah, but that, that they're, they're bad news. And probably in a few years, they're going to do something uh, something awful. Yeah, the globe. I mean, they already did something awful, right? The, the, this this uh, COVID virus ended up killing a, a million people in this country. So they already did something terrible. And they're killing... Oh, no. Most of the media doesn't think that was developed in that lab. Well, I, well it was. And so uh, that's where we are. Uh, they also found chlamydia. E. coli, streptococcus pneumonia, yeah. as I mentioned, hep B and C, herpes 1 and 5, and rubella. Mm -hmm. The CDC also found samples of malaria. What? Yeah. yeah. And, and they're doing this to these mice? Is that what they're doing, yeah, they're, trying to figure out? They're, they're, they're killing, why are they killing mice? The, the, uh, the, all those diseases are well known, right? They're, 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 they've been discovered. They're, there's treatments for them. What are they doing? Allegedly, the lab was created for creating COVID-19 and pregnancy test kits. Cover story. Well, that's what it sounds like. It is a cover story. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on this one. This is one weird development. And, of course, not a peep so far I can see from the California government, uh, the state government, on what's going on here. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Coming up after 2 o'clock, well, we were just talking about the Communist Chinese Party. Well, how about the Communist Russians? We're, we're going to talk about a man by the name of Hassan Akrata. Uh, if you remember the John and Ken show in 2017, we were fighting road diets left and right in Los Angeles, particularly there on the uh, west side, a place called Vista Del Mar, where they wanted to reduce it by a lane. It was causing people horrible backups and traffic. It was some of the work of what we call these regional governments. And uh, the one that Hassan Akrata headed up was uh, the one for Southern California, known as SCAG, Southern California Association of Governments. He left, and he took over in San Diego, thing they call SANDAG, the San Diego Association of Governments. And uh, same idea down there he's been trying to pull. Uh, the idea of getting people out of their cars and onto mass transit, and of course the mileage tax for driving, all of these things uh, he supported and was pushing. The news today is he's leaving at the end of the year. So this is good news for San Diego uh, area and San Diego County and region you know, drivers. You're not going to get charged a tax by the mile now that uh, this uh, communist is exiting the uh organization right there's again, the, he also wanted road diets more bike lanes uh, toll lanes everything you can think of that was a horror show for drivers this guy supported 
And so he packed up his bags and went down there. And now, after nearly five years, he resigned. Yeah, yeah. well, he'll be out by the end of the year. Putin could use a central planner. Yeah, yeah so exactly. he should go back to the home country and uh, help out Vlad. Uh, Carl DeMaio from Reform California will be here to talk about this after the news at two o'clock. And again, next hour, we're going to have L.A. City Council Member Tracy Park back on the show. She's John's council member covering a lot of the mm. West Side there. And uh, the news is that there's been a cleanup of a thousand feet of RVs and encampments at the Biona Wetlands. This one, as we last time we talked to her, she said this has been tough because the rules when people live in their RVs can be different in terms of you have to constantly talk to them and try to get them to move and instead of just telling all these things. But uh, we'll talk about what they've done so far and uh, how much further they can go with this cleanup, because this would be big news for the people in that part of Los Angeles who have suffered with this for far too long. I was past it a few weeks ago and it's, mm. it's just as ugly as ever. No, we passed it uh, over the weekend. I keep telling people that are not familiar, you almost think that there's an event going on the way everybody's mm. parked on the side of the road like they went to look at something or a show. Oh, or a- Yeah, it's, uh, it's drug addicts dumping their own sewage. That's the event. It's a festival. And well, ki- we just talked to we just talked about butterflies. Uh, yeah, we just talked about a laboratory uh, up in uh, Fresno County that uh, unlicensed that may be doing some uh, strange uh, testing. There are all sorts of infectious diseases in there, and uh, behind it seems to be some Chinese uh, uh, citizens. Now we take you to Florida. Uh, is it still the streak that Florida has? That a lot of the bad, strange stories come out of Florida. They always will. Because there's a lot of uh, inbreeding down there. Uh, The Centers for Disease Control has put out an alert for leprosy. Leprosy. It's been a while since we had a leprosy story. But this is real. It looks like there's an outbreak in Central Florida. Central Florida accounts for nearly one-fifth of all cases in the United States. And 81% of cases reported in Florida are coming from an area in the center of that state, also known as Hansen's disease. I'd never heard it called that. Uh, it's usually uh, spread during a person-to-person contact. Airborne droplets from the nose and mouth of an infected person. Uh, it's a bacterium is yeah, what it is. Yeah, and it disfigures you. It can, right. Well, yeah. when we were kids, we thought that your your parts can fall off. Like your doesn't do seem that. to be that bad in the stories I'm reading. But Well, you get... Uh, well, I, I mean, it, it causes skin patches, numbness, tingling in hands, feet, arms, and legs, wounds on the hands and feet, muscle weakness, eventually paralysis, vision loss, disfigurement of the nose, permanent damage to the hands and feet. It shortens your fingers and toes. Oh. I, so I guess they do shortens start decaying. Weren't you in Florida? Central time. Florida. Uh, he few was. Weeks, a few weeks ago, yeah. He was, right. The end of June and July. Then, uh, yeah. They have a picture of a guy who doesn't look good. An have actual, you been checked? Uh, for leprosy? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know I, I, uh, I was in danger. Maybe, you, maybe you're, you were exposed and then you're exposing us. Uh, well, I've kept my droplets away from you. <laughs> but I'd be careful when you come in here. I'm not going to go in there anymore. <laughs> There's droplets, poisonous droplets. Uh, yeah, uh, symptoms include light-colored or red skin patches with reduced sensation, numbness, and weakness in hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, disfiguring sores. It can be cured, though. You want to see photos? Got some photos of disfiguring sores. No, thanks. Uh, 
You have them or oh yeah, photos. I no, I don't have them. I haven't caught it yet. Eric, go in there and see if he has any sores. Why do I have to be the one that goes in there? <laughs> because... Go in there and see if he has any sores. Wow. I'm first we're there. looking at your fat rolls. Now we're looking at John's sores. <laughs> you are not looking anywhere. You're in a weird state today. <laughs> I've had a lot of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> uh they, this has been around since biblical times. And, of course, way back then they used to have those leper colonies where yep. they'd have to isolate all the people. But well, they now say if, they, if you catch it early, they can treat it with antibiotics. So you don't have to quarantine people. You know, you can catch it from armadillos. Yes, animal contact, especially through armadillos. And there are, yeah, those are running around everywhere. Well, there are armadillos in the South. There are, yes. yes. Yeah. So, so, they don't know how this happened in Florida, though. Well... You know, there's patient zero might have been riding around in an armadillo and then uh, passed it to, uh, you know, his friends and neighbors. Did you use the expression riding around on an armadillo? Yeah, you can jump on the back. And... They're kind of small, aren't they? I'm looking at a picture. No, they're, 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 they're big enough to ride. They're not like a wild pig or something. <laughs> uh, it's most common in people ages 5 to 15 and those over 30. More than 95% of people infected with it, though, don't ever develop leprosy because their immune system fights off the infection. So they may not even know they have it. So John could have it and not even know. Oh, great. And you could have it and not even know. Yeah, watch his droplets. I better not come down with leprosy. John, did you have any numbness or tingling in your hands, your feet, your arms, and your legs? <laughs> well, not lately, no. <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Le uh, I haven't heard about leprosy in a long time. It can develop very slowly over a span of months or years. Basically, so. basically, your your body parts start to rot. That's what I thought. Yeah, your skin rots and probably stuff uh, falls off. That's what I thought as a kid. I mean, what what is short of your your fingers and toes mean? It means they they start breaking off. Yes. Hence the truly tasteless joke. Yes, I remember. <laughs> the leper hockey game, right? That's <laughs> oh, a good one, though. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, with multi-drug treatment, though, they can, so, you know, the medicines are probably better today than even they were 20 or 30 years ago, so, and uh, it's, not, right, it's not that common. It's something else I got to think about when I go to Florida. That's right. Running into lepers. Maybe you need to be proactive and go get treated. Maybe go to the doctor after you get off the air today, just in case. <laughs> you really get spooked by this stuff. It's gross. <laughs> you still uh, running around with a mask? No. Okay. I'm not. When we return, our guest will be Carl DeMaio from Reform California and also talk show host down in San Diego. He'll tell us about the end of the reign of a man that, uh, well, uh, troubled us. For years, his name is Hassan Akrada. He used to be the head of the Southern California Association of Governments, road diets, all that crap. And he moved on to San Diego's Association of Governments, and he's leaving that Toll post. lanes, mileage taxes, taxes for every mile you drive. He was Your car is evil. He was full of bad communist ideas. But finally, uh, he's getting out of there, and we'll talk about it coming up. And uh, Deborah Mark. It's live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.